It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were an but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Daddy Monday. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? It must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey. I'm, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. It is the Sunday radio program, coast-to-coast coast and boulder-to-boulder boulder on RadioZenu.com. Also, K-Rocks Radio out of Casper, Wyoming, Denver, Colorado's KFRK, as well as 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Today, it's our Sunday radio program. We are live. Now, of course, we're not live now. We're taping this broadcast. We are currently at the Comic-Con in Kansas City. But we didn't want to leave you guys hanging, so we've got a great program today. We are going to chat with a series of guests. We are going to get a hold of a few of our regulars. We are going to do some some chatting today. However, our very first segment here. Um, we are going to call Gatehouse Media. Now, what is Gatehouse Media, you may ask? What is Gatehouse Media? Gatehouse Media LLC is the parent company of the Hutchinson News in Hutchinson, Kansas. Now, why am I doing this? Well, apparently, uh, for the last three weeks, the Hutch News has been producing video content for their website called The Buzz. And they have a they have a woman on there who was trying to be a news anchor. She has no clue what she's doing. Um it's real hackish and uh so I go in and I leave them critiques. Like, uh, one of the critiques that I'll mention, uh, she gives her microphone away to folks. 
she'll be standing there doing an interview, and she'll give the mic away. You don't do that in television. You just don't. Uh, some of the other things that she does is she they have the ability to edit. She's not going to edit. She just goes straight through. So she's had guests on there who have stumbled over their words or other things. She just kind of laughs at them, and they just move on. It's supposed to be a professional situation. It's not. So I made a comment the other day. Well, their um, their Facebook page or their uh, YouTube channel officially made a comment back to me, which was kind of unprofessional and in poor taste. So we're going to call their parent company and let them know about it. Party you are trying to reach does not accept unidentified calls. Ha ha! Doesn't your- accept unidentified calls. So we'll call them on the regular phone line. We're calling Gatehouse Media LLC. If they'll pick up the phone. You have reached Gatehouse Media, formerly Liberty Publishing. If you know your party's extension number, you may dial it at any time. To access our directory... While your call is transferred to the operator. We're going to chat with the operator this morning. Media Publishing is not available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Press the pound key to end recording. Good morning. This is James Lowe with iHeartRadio. My number is 620-402-0878. I was calling in regards to uh, some some unprofessional conduct that your... uh, one of your newspapers has been doing uh, on their YouTube channel. I uh, just wanted to bring you guys up to speed on this. I wasn't sure if this was part of uh, your regular business tactics or what was going on. Uh, we'd gotten a lot of folks getting a hold of us, so I wanted to get in touch with you guys. Uh, my number is 620-402-0878. Thank you. So, apparently, they don't want to take my call today. Well, we'll call them back. We're going to continue to call them. Uh, That was Gatehouse Media's headquarters. You can email them, but I'm not going to email them. You can get a hold of them on Twitter. But their Twitter account is uh, garbage. One follower. 
They're a hyper-local Reader's Weekly online. Hyper-local. More of this hyper-local nonsense. Where did this come from? Is that Spinjella? No, it's not. Maybe it is. It looks like Spinjella. Spinjella. Spinjelly. What's her name? What's her name? Spinjelly? She looks like she's full of jelly. I don't know. Doesn't matter. So uh, let's do this. We're going to take our first time out here on iHeartRadio. Tune in, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available on the App Store. JiggyJaguar.us, you can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information. All available on our fantastic app. We are live today on RadioZenu.com. We've got lots of other things going on. Next week, it is Jiggy Fest 2017. We are going to have a black barbecue. We are going to have a lot of black people hanging out outside the studio. Why we have the racists mad as shit. So stay tuned. We've got more coming up. Today's podcast is brought to you by Amazon. It's really easy to support the Jiggy Jaguar experience before you shop on Amazon. We all know you do. Go to the website, jagshow.com. Click on the Amazon banner on the homepage. It's that easy. Remember, that's jagshow.com. Click the Amazon banner before you shop. Check out audibletrial.com slash jaguar. For you, the listeners of the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend End of Watch by Stephen King. Check out audible.com. It is amazing. Check out A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. That's audibletrial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash jaguar. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash jaguar for your free audiobook. But an incredible new marketing partner on Transmedia Worldwide, Change of Heart, a film by Pickle Tick Video Club. That's right. A love story about two women torn apart too soon. Let's tell you a little bit about this. Check out Indiegogo.com. With this film, we hope to remind people that it wasn't long ago that gay marriage was illegal. And the LGBT community were second-rate citizens with limited legal recourse. Through change of heart, we will relieve a moment prior to legalized marriage in the United States. Leading character, Becky, must overcome the limitations placed on her by society, as well as make a life-altering decision regarding her loved one. Check it out on Indiegogo.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Change of Heart, a film. Check it out today. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. 
incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. The Emerald City Medium. Check out emeraldcitymedium.com. We can connect immediately with accuracy, honesty, and with only the highest and best information. We use no tools, receive all information from our guides and our angels. We have always been psychic, and this is a natural ability. We're able to remote view inside the body and see health issues for you and your pet. As a very strong medical, intuitive, and remote mirror, we're known as the human x-ray. While we do not offer medical advice, we will give the impression and all that we receive. Clairvoyant as well, medical, intuitive, remote viewer, Rakai, and spiritual healing. A master and a teacher. We're able to remote and distance healing as well as offering in-person readings in Marysville, Washington office. We answer all questions pertaining to your life except legal advice or lottery numbers. We're able to connect to loved ones in a spirit and give identifying information pertaining to you and them as well. As messages of love, we're the real deal. And we want you to give this great offer. Take advantage of this great offer. Mention this radio station. Receive $25 off an hour read. Please visit the website for more information, emeraldcitymedium.com. That's www.emeraldcitymedium.com. Emeraldcitymedium.com. We've got an incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. QLIPP is the ultimate tennis performance sensor. It measures every part of your stroke, analyzing the spin, speed, and sweet spot accuracy of each shot. Designed to improve your game with the most advanced analytics possible, check out igg.me slash at slash QLIPP. Oh, that's right. It's an amazing, amazing new product. Check out igg.me slash at slash QLIPP. This is the King of the Mountain, Jeff Jarrett, and you're listening to the Diggy Jaguar on DiggyJaguar.com. It is the Sunday radio broadcast, coast to coast, to border to border, tune in, iTunes, radio loyalty. Of course, Radio Xenu today. We are live at the Comic Con in Kansas City. Kansas City, here I come. I don't know where that comes from. But that is, unfortunately, something that I say a lot when we go to Kansas City. I don't know why, but I do. So, in lieu of a live broadcast, we have this broadcast today. And uh, today is going to be a series of interviews, a series of discussions. We're going to pull in some of our uh, news people from our uh, daily radio program that you hear on CheekyJaguar.com and a vast number of radio stations across the country and around the world. So we will be doing that today on our big, 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 big broadcast here. And uh, the big show, as they say. I used to refer to it as the big show because of the whole Keith Olbermann, Dan Patrick thing. And then there was some show on radio that was called the big show, like big show in the Dukes or, or whatever. Or, who was that? 
Big Show and the Dukes. Those guys? I don't know. Doesn't matter, though. Now, uh, we do have some... Uh, I always like to, to do the uh, the local radio news, because people that listen to this show often listen to local radio news. They, 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 they listen to local radio. And local radio is is kind of a joke. <laughs> it's kind of a joke. It's not kind of a joke. It is a joke. And often with local radio, you have situations like you have um, Brett Harris down there at Wichita, which I don't have a problem with Brett. I've, I've, I, I'm a fan First of all, of Brett, I think as far as a broadcaster, he is amazing. Um, what he's been able to do and how he's been able to survive uh, all the years that he's been able to survive down there, I think it's absolutely amazing. The guy is a genius. However, um, it's a little strange that... He has been able to survive as long as he has doing local radio. Now, don't worry about it because I got news for you. Uh, he's going to have to do a magician's type act to keep his spot this time. <laughs> what I mean by that is Rocking M Radio. Yes, you've heard that before on this broadcast. Rocking M Radio. They have purchased... They have purchased several radio stations around the area, and one of them being... <laughs> they have... They have bought... Keep this in mind. This is amazing. They've done this. They bought Q92 down there at uh, Wichita, Kansas. And one of the things that they've done is they've merged, we'll say. They now operate upwards of 30 radio stations in central and western Kansas. It is absolutely amazing that they've been able to do this. Well, they are in the process of buying Q92 down there in Wichita. Now, you might be saying, okay, well, uh, who cares? Uh, they're, 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 they're buying Q92. Uh, who cares? Well, they also bought some other stations while they were in. Um... Basically what happened is they went out and they merged with a company called Envision. Now, Envision is a company that actually they do some terribly good things in the world of radio. They, um, they basically help blind people find jobs and one of those jobs being in radio. And, uh, so, <laughs> I'm pulling the story up here. So I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to kill my. I'm trying to kill some time here myself, so I can get to the actual story. 
well, when Brett was at Q92, uh, still there, they haven't fired him yet, but they have had to pay him so much money over there. He's got a contract. God knows what that contract says. But part of the reason why they've had to cut some of their programs over there is because they basically they have to uh, sell their company. Um, they've had to cut programs. There's been all sorts of things. Um, basically, it's a it's it's an organization where they are going under. <laughs> they are going under because Brett has done some. He's tried various things over there. It just has not worked. So Rocking M Media has come along because they don't want to be radio. Because everybody in radio business doesn't like the word radio. Ugh. Radio. Ugh. I I much prefer the term radio, but people people can't stand the term radio. So, well, hell, Transmedia Worldwide. We're 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 a, we're a media company. We're not a we're we're not a freaking uh, we're not freaking um a radio group. But. Uh, this comes from RadioInsight.com via my buddy Alex Thomas Jurgens up there in uh, Manhattan, I think is where Alex is at right now. Rocking in media to merge with Envision Broadcast Network. Envision Broadcast Network, owners of Hot AC, Q92 The Beat, 92.3 KKGQ, out of Newton and Wichita, has announced it will merge into Rocking in Media. Rockingham Media currently owns 24 stations in central and western Kansas and is in the process of acquiring Variety Hits 97.1 Bob FM, KIBB from Haven, Classic Country 100.5 Hank FM, KVWF Augusta in the Wichita markets from Connoisseur Media. As part of the deal, Rockingham will integrate Envision Broadcast Academy's educational programs for the vision impaired into its operations and all of its targets. Okay, that's the story. The real story is Brett's getting fired. <laughs> Brett and Tracy are getting their walking papers. Now, why is this? Because they make too much money. It's all about the money, Nabowski. That's what's been said over time. At 22 minutes after the hour, that's what happens. Now, why is this? They make too much money. Well, Rockingham Radio, I have I have experience with this. I used to work with Rockingham Radio in Salina, Kansas. I left on my own accord. They came into the building and got rid of pretty much everybody but me and the sales staff. <laughs> And you've heard the stories. I've talked about the various stories on this show in the past about Danny Havel, Michael Herb, and some of the different things that happened over there. So they're going to get rid of Brett. Now, Brett's a, Brett's a shifty little guy. How do they do this? Do you think that maybe... I had, I had two ideas the other day when I heard about this. 
I thought, here's, here's, here's what's going to happen. The Millers, who own Rockingham Radio, Christopher Miller, who owns Rockingham Radio, is going to walk into the, going to, going to walk into Q92. He's going to say, get out. He's going to figure out a way to get rid of Brett and Tracy. They're going to look at their contracts or they're not going to either, they're either going to not renew them or when they merge with Envision, they're going to say, well, we merged with Envision. All the contracts are null and void. Something. Now, do they get rid of Brett? Do they immediately just say, hey, get out? Or, does Brett con Christopher? (laughs) Does Brett con Christopher? Does Brett walk in the door and say, well, here's the deal, babe. Because he likes to call people babe. Because he's a big star. Let's reshape the format on 97.1 Bob FM. Let's get rid of that Bob stuff. Let's become like a like a, a, a B98 clone because he loves he loves that format that B98 format. And uh, put me and Tracy on over there. Give us six months, or give us a year. If we haven't turned the ratings around and haven't turned success around with billboards, marketing, and advertising, we haven't turned the ratings around on it, then we'll leave. Essentially, what he's going to do is he's going to get them to put as much ammunition and firepower and money into a marketing campaign, and then they're just going to leave. But at the same time, they're going to get paid. Either they're going to extend their contract or get brand new ones. So, I don't know. It's going to be one of the two. There's not going to be anything in the middle. It's one of the two. It's one of the two. So, there is that. Brett Harris. Where does Brett go? What's Brett going to do? What is Brett going to do, kids? Like I said, I'm not going to bash the guy. I'm a fan. I just think that he is quite the individual. He is quite the individual. I I just it's 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 a hell of a deal. He has he has done some amazing things over his time over there at Wichita. Some of the different deals, and and I I hope that he continues. I hope that this whole thing, I hope that the the Brett train continues there in Wichita. I don't think it's going to, because Rockingham Radio is some scumbags. <laughs> I hate to tell you, kids. I hate to tell you. Um, I've never been a fan of the company. I've got a lot of folks that I know over there and a lot of people that I like over there. Um, but uh, I don't know if they're going to... I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. So here's the deal. Be sure to watch the prediction of this. Here's how we do this, kids. If Brett you're you're going to see one of two things. You won't see anything in the middle. There's three possible outcomes here. 
Sorry. Brett plays his contract out with him, and he's gone. That's it. Two, he goes in and he tells Christopher, he says, hey, put us on 97.1 or put us on 100.5. Better signal. Let's do a reimagining, because that's, that's the big term in, in radio and TV, and reimagining. We'll reimagine the station. We'll relaunch the station. Put us on in the morning. We'll do a hot AC format. We'll do a you know well, a B98 kind of format. And we'll run with it. Give us a year, six months to a year. If it doesn't work, we'll leave. No harm, no foul. But you've got to give us the support to be able to make this happen. And at the end of the day, they either make it or they don't. Or the third option is they just play out their contract and they leave. So it's either it's either play out the contract. Okay, here's here's three options. One, they play out the contract. Two, they move them around and reformat something. Or three, they're just fired. <laughs> they're just done. So I don't know. It it could be very, 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 very interesting over there with the boys and the guiles over there at uh, at Rockingham. It could be fun. And as a media watcher, which I tend to be, which I think most people are media watchers anymore. I, I think they are. Uh, it'll be fun. It'll be entertaining. We're going to take a brief break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about Bill O'Reilly. I'm going to give you my thoughts on what the hell happened to Bill O'Reilly. When we tape this broadcast, he has not even been fired 24 hours of Fox News. We'll talk about what really happened over there. Got more coming up. But an incredible new marketing partner on Transmedia Worldwide. Change of Heart, a film by Pickle Ticklick Video Club. That's right. A love story about two women torn apart. Too soon. Let's tell you a little bit about this. Check out Indiegogo.com. With this film, we hope to remind people that it wasn't long ago that gay marriage was illegal. And the LGBT community were second-rate citizens with limited legal recourse. Through change of heart, we will relieve a moment prior to legalized marriage in the United States. Leading character, Becky, must overcome the limitations placed on her by society, as well as make a life-altering decision regarding her loved one. Check it out on Indiegogo.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Change of Heart, a film. Check it out today. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Lady Elizabeth Townsend, taking the social media by storm. Two-time author on Amazon.com. Novels, My King Jesus. 
two online broadcast radio shows. She is a born-again Christian with her latest country gospel CD titled My King Jesus, going around the world on radio and social media outlets, U.S. and U.K. Her passion is to see people come to the level in life that God ordained for them in the earth. For more information about Lady Elizabeth Townsend, log on to her website, www.LadyElizabethTownsend.com. Subscribe to her YouTube channel. Follow her on Twitter and Facebook. Incredible new marketing partners today, Transmedia Worldwide. The Emerald City Medium. Check out EmeraldCityMedium.com. We can connect immediately with accuracy, honesty, and with only the highest and best information. We use no tools, receive all information from our guides and our angels. We have always been psychic, and this is a natural ability. We're able to remote view inside the body and see health issues for you and your pet. As a very strong medical, intuitive, and remote mirror, we're known as the human x-ray. While we do not offer medical advice, we will give the impression and all that we receive. Clairvoyant as well, medical, intuitive, remote viewer, Rakai, and spiritual healing. A master and a teacher. We're able to remote and distance healing as well as offering in-person readings in Marysville, Washington office. We answer all questions pertaining to your life except legal advice or lottery numbers. We're able to connect to loved ones in a spirit and give identifying information pertaining to you and them as well. As much as this of love, we're the real deal. And we want you to give this great offer. Take advantage of this great offer. Mention this radio station. Receive $25 off an hour read. Please visit the website for more information, emeraldcitymedium.com. That's www.emeraldcitymedium.com. Emeraldcitymedium.com. We've got an incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. QLIPP is the ultimate tennis performance sensor. It measures every part of your stroke, analyzing the spin, speed, and sweet spot accuracy of each shot. Designed to improve your game with the most advanced analytics possible, check out igg.me slash at slash QLIPP. Oh, that's right. It's an amazing, amazing new product. Check out igg.me slash at slash QLIPP. Hey, this is Jim Cornette, the manager of the legendary Midnight Express and now the face of TNA Management, and you're listening to the Jiggy Jaguar on JiggyJaguar.com. Yay, Shadid, it is the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast today. Coast to coast, tune in. On the iTunes, on the Radio Loyalty. Making it happen today. Oh, it's a hell of a day today, kids. And Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly has been fired by Fox News. They sent him packing. Now, most people, the liberals and the conservatives, they're all yelling and screaming about Bill O'Reilly's gone at Fox News and the libs 
The libs are using this, you know, the Young Turks and various folks are using this as a... Well, the advertiser boycott uh, got rid of uh, him. Um, Media Matters uh, got rid of him. Um, All these left-wing organizations, well, they got rid of Bill (laughs) O'Reilly. Okay, you can take your victory lap, boys. That's fine. That's not what happened. Let me tell you what happened to Big Bill, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. And and I got news for you. He he's not going to just lay down and, and and go away. I got news for you that that's not going to happen. He'll be back. He'll be back. Uh, then then a lot of folks are like, well, sexual misconduct, uh, sexual harassment. Now that finally took him down. He called some black lady hot chocolate. Oh, my God, assistant took out Bill O'Reilly. Well, first of all, they don't give a sh- about anything um, sexual harassment over there at Fox News. So suck a dick on that one. <laughs> I got news for you on that one. I got news for you. I'll tell you exactly what happened to Bill O'Reilly. Money, but not the money you're thinking of. No, no, no. Um, Rupert Murdoch and his kids are getting ready to buy Sky, which is a television, a pay television service in the United Kingdom. They're getting ready to buy Sky Television. That's why they got rid of Bill O'Reilly. Because, let me tell you here, um, Sky TV and uh, the Murdochs this comes from the Guardian. This is the only news group to admit. <laughs> What is really going on with Bill O'Reilly? Bill O'Reilly, the Bill O'Reilly band. Um, he did not get forced out at Fox because of sexual misconduct. He didn't get forced out because of oh well, they want to they want to clean up that environment over there at Fox News. None of that. That is horseshit, and we will talk about why that is horseshit. Here's the real news. Bill O'Reilly was forced out because they're trying to buy Sky. The controversial Fox News host, this comes from TheGuardian.com, has been dropped by the network, and they there are significant implications for Murdoch. And here are those implications. <laughs> now, he was dropped over inappropriate behavior and sexual harassment, a development that could have significant implications for the Murdoch empire on both sides of the Atlantic. The British media regulator is considering whether 21st Century Fox, the parent company of Fox News, is quote-unquote fit and proper owner of a pay TV broadcaster, Sky. Campaigners say the allegations against O'Reilly should alarm the watchdog, which can recommend that the government blocks 21st Century Fox's £11.7 billion bid 
for 61% of Sky that it does not already own. Rupert Murdoch and his son, Lachlan, are the joint executive chairs of 21st Century Fox, while James Murdoch, Rupert's other son, is chief executive. Maggie Chow at a campaign group, 38 Degrees, which opposes the Sky deal, said there's a mountain of evidence the Murdochs are not fit and proper to own Sky. The recent allegations of sexual harassment at Fox News in the U.S. are just another reason to doubt whether the Murdochs can be trusted to control even more of the U.K.'s media. Ding, ding, ding. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Bill O'Reilly gone because they want to buy Sky. (laughs) That's exactly what's going on here. We are going to link this entire Guardian article to our website, JiggyJaguar.com. You will be able to go over there and you will be able to see this uh, this article. We will post it on our website. I'm doing that right as we speak over there at JiggyJaguar.com. So Bill O'Reilly forced out because they're trying to buy Sky. Hmm. <laughs> well, it doesn't shock me. It does not shock me. Because here's here's the thing. Nobody at that nobody at that network gives a crap about sexual harassment. Not a soul over there. So don't be telling me that they do cuz they don't. Oh, well they got rid of Bill O'Reilly because he called some black chick hot chocolate. Get the fuck. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> They got rid of him because they want to buy Sky TV. Come on. Now, what do you do with Bill O'Reilly? Where does Bill O'Reilly go? What happens to him now? Well, let me tell you something. Bill O'Reilly's not going away. (laughs) First of all, he just signed a deal for like $20 million a year for four years. If they've truly indeed forced him out, he's going to get all of that contract or a pretty good chunk of it. So don't be telling me that he won't uh he won't be going away. No, 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 no. Now, the Atlantic, I, I, I love all this stuff where it's, <laughs> I love all this, all these things where everybody's like, well, he was fired due to sexual misconduct. He was fired because of this. He was fired because of that. Well... So what what do they do with Bill O'Reilly? See 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 this this is the thing. Okay, Bill O'Reilly leaves. Bill O'Reilly's gone from Fox News. What do you do? How do you fix this?
What happens to Bill O'Reilly? Where does Bill O'Reilly go? Well, here's the deal. I think he'll be back. I think that... uh, I think he's probably got some sort of... Because when they have these contracts, they always have no-compete clauses. And what those usually mean is that Bill O'Reilly probably signed some sort of deal that said that he can't be on Fox News or a Fox News clone for like six months or a year. No-compete clauses. They don't want you to immediately get fired or quit and be on CNN tomorrow night. (laughs) That's what a no-compete clause is. Professional wrestling used to be mad with no-compete clauses. Back when they were having the WCW versus WWF, uh, Monday Night Wars, you would see guys leave the company, and the next night they were on Raw, or the next night they were on Nitro. So they started putting these no-compete clauses together to where somebody had to wait two months. Somebody had to wait three months for their no-compete to expire. You see it now on the indie scene. You see guys that will leave WWE, and then they show up in Ring of Honor, but they don't show up in Ring of Honor or TNA for like three months. Usually it's three months. That's usually the standard. Um, I know that Vince McMahon at one point, when he was back way in the day when he had Brock Lesnar originally signed, and Brock decided he was going to leave to go play in the NFL, and then he decided he wanted to go fight in UFC and all that stuff. Vince's contract that he had signed with Brock had a 10-year no-compete clause. First of all, who was the idiot here? Was it Vince going, I'm just going to keep this guy from competing when it gets to me for 10 years? Or was it Brock going, eh, I don't really care about this clause in this contract? One of the two. <laughs> or both. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Um. Uh, Let's see. We're getting a thing from IQ. Um so what do you do with what do you do now with Bill O'Reilly? Where does he go? What happens? Well, in my opinion, CNN might hire him because he is a huge ratings grabber. Um Sean Spicer could leave the White House as press secretary and Trump could hire him. (laughs) I don't think that's going to happen. Another idea is he could go to another conservative network. Um, I know a lot of people are like, well, he's going to go do like Tom Likas and start his own uh, internet venture. He's going to go do a podcast. He's going to go do a a radio show. He's going to go do all the stuff. Well, first of all, he had a radio show and it failed. So he's not going to go do radio again. His audience, the average age is 79 or something. He's not going to go do a podcast. 
That ain't going to happen. He's not going to go do an online venture and compete with the Young Turks or anybody else. Or Jones. That ain't going to happen. But I can see him... Now, Roger Ailes has been cut loose from, from Fox, too. And so who's to say that Ailes and O'Reilly and these guys don't get together with some conservatives who have some money and launch another network and try to crush Fox? I don't know. It could happen. But uh, you're not gonna, you haven't seen the end of Bill O'Reilly. He'll be back. He'll be back. Mark my words. He'll be back. Now, what do you do with uh, the spot over there for Bill O'Reilly? Well, what do you do over there at Fox News? Well, Tucker Carlson's show is going to move to 8 p.m. and be in Bill O'Reilly's time slot because Tucker's got good ratings over there with uh, he was in the Megyn Kelly slot. So they're going to move him. Uh, they're going to take this uh, the five, this, this talk show. Uh, they're going to move it from 5 p.m., and they're going to put it on in Tucker's old time slot. Um, Eric Bowling, who is a complete idiot, um, he's going to get his own show at 5 p.m. Eastern. So he'll go to the old Glenn Beck time slot. Martha McCallum, who I can't freaking stand, is going to host a show at 7. They're going to rename it The Story. And then Sean Hannity will remain at 10 p.m. So, um, that's your lineup. Bowling, McCallum, or no, it'll be Bowling, Special Report, McCallum, Tucker, The Five, and Hannity. Oh, they're in deep trouble. <laughs> they're in deep trouble over at Fox News. I wouldn't watch any of those shows. I can't stand Tucker Carlson. I think he's an idiot. Um, the Five is just a bunch of... It's, it's, it's five people. They had a show called The Five that was on at five. Easter. And had five people on it. Now it's called the five. And it's on at nine. Easter. Five people. And they took a guy who used to be on the show called the five. And they put him on at five. Yeah, they're in trouble. <laughs> Fox News have picked out trouble over there. So, Fox News is in trouble, 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 trouble. So, there you be, Fox News. Now, let's see, what what, what else? What else is a part of the story? Um, why did this happen? That's the question I have. Why did this happen? You know why this happened? Because the people who are running Fox News now, Rupert's kids, are big-time libs. 
Oh, my God, they are liberal, 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 liberal. I got news for you. Hannity's next. If Hannity doesn't realize that he's out the door, he's out the door. They ain't going to create a scandal to get rid of him. They're just going to say, your ratings suck, get out. They want to go for a softer edge on their network. So... I don't know. The Atlantic says, was Bill O'Reilly really fired? Um, let's see. I don't know here. He was... Fired, but he was kind of told to get out. Which I guess may be the same thing. But uh, we're going to take a quick time out when we come back. I feel like the grease man. It's like the story just ended. <laughs> we're going to take a time out. When we come back, we're going to have a panel discussion for an hour. An hour number two with IQ Al-Rizzoli. Don Mazzella and Dan Perkins. And uh, we'll probably talk about this Bill O'Reilly thing. We'll debate it. We'll talk about it. It's going to be a hell of a deal. Coming up, it's hour number two of our big broadcast. Coast to coast to border to border. The music ran out before I ran out. So... <laughs> That's a hell of a deal. So here is... We're live. If you get lots I'm of taping this live. You've probably wondered, how did all these people get my email address? Most websites and apps require a working email to register for no real reason other than to sell your email address to spammers. What's the solution? A temporary email address from emailondeck.com. It's quick, easy, and free. Use a temporary email for whatever you want and keep your inbox secure and free of spam. Visit emailondeck.com. Emailondeck.com. But an incredible new marketing partner on Transmedia Worldwide, Change of Heart, a film by Pickle Tick Click Video Club. Uh, that's right. A love story about two women torn apart too soon. Let's tell you a little bit about this. Check out Indiegogo.com. With this film, we hope to remind people that it wasn't long ago that gay marriage was illegal. And the LGBT community were second-rate citizens with limited legal recourse. Through change of heart, we will relieve a moment prior to legalized marriage in the United States. Leading character, Becky, must overcome the limitations placed on her by society, as well as make a life-altering decision regarding her loved one. Check it out on Indiegogo.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Change of Heart, a film. Check it out today. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Lady Elizabeth Townsend, taking the social media by storm. Two-time author on Amazon.com. Novels, My King Jesus. Two online broadcast radio shows. She is a born-again Christian with her latest country gospel CD titled My King Jesus, going around the world on radio and social media outlets, U.S. and U.K. 
Her passion is to see people come to the level in life that God ordained for them in the earth. For more information about Lady Elizabeth Townsend, log on to her website, www.LadyElizabethTownsend.com. Subscribe to her YouTube channel. Follow her on Twitter and Facebook. Incredible new marketing partners today, Transmedia Worldwide. The Emerald City Medium. Check out EmeraldCityMedium.com. We can connect immediately with accuracy, honesty, and lift only the highest and best information. We use no tools. Receive all information from our guides and our angels. We have always been psychic, and this is a natural ability. We're able to remote view inside the body and see health issues for you and your pet. As a very strong medical, intuitive, and remote mirror, we're known as the human x-ray. While we do not offer medical advice, we will give the impression and all that we receive. Clairvoyant as well, medical, intuitive, remote viewer, Rakai, and spiritual healing. A master and a teacher. We're able to remote and distance healing as well as offering in-person readings in Marysville, Washington office. We answer all questions pertaining to your life except... Legal advice or lottery numbers. We're able to connect to loved ones in a spirit and give identifying information pertaining to you and them as well. As much as this is love, we're the real deal. And we want you to give this great offer. Take advantage of this great offer. Mention this radio station. Receive $25 off an hour read. Please visit the website for more information. EmeraldCityMedium.com. That's www.E-M-E-R-A-L-D-C-I-T-Y-M-E-D-I-U-M.com. EmeraldCityMedium.com. We've got an incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. QLIPP is the ultimate tennis performance sensor. It measures every part of your stroke, analyzing the spin, speed, and sweet spot accuracy of each shot. Designed to improve your game with the most advanced analytics possible, check out igg.me slash at slash QL. IPP. Oh, that's right. It's an amazing, amazing new product. Check out igg.me slash at slash qlibb. Hello, everybody. I'm Kip Marlowe, author of The Entrepreneur's Success and Sacrifice. If you're interested in starting a business, growing your current one, or just need some inspiration, this is the book for you. Learn the secrets of success from entrepreneurs like Arlene Neen, who just started her seventh company at the age of 96. Order it at ecrsuccess.com or at Amazon and learn 22 stories of ordinary people who became wildly successful. It could change your life. Well, welcome back to the big broadcast, coast to coast, border to border, on TuneIn, iTunes, on Radio Loyalty. It's hour number two of our Radio Xenu adventure today. I am live in the Comic-Con in Kansas City right now. So we won't be doing a radio program, so we've decided to bring you this show. Uh, in this second hour, we are going to talk to Don Mazella, we are going to talk to Dan Perkins, and we are going to talk to IQ Al Razzoli. And I'm going to connect with all three of those gentlemen right now, and we're going to see if we can get something started. Good afternoon. There's there's IQ. <laughs> On cue. Um, uh, I'm on, and if you want Dan, 
Uh, I am connecting with Dan. Uh, hopefully, the Skype actually calls him. It says it's it doing it. Me. It called you. So, so I'm hoping that. Uh, well, we've got IQ. We've got Don. It is hour number two of our uh, of our big broadcast here, and uh, we are taping this special edition for our Sunday program because I'm going to be at uh, when this show would normally air. I'm at. I'm going to be at the Comic Con in Kansas City. So uh, we uh, we've got Dan. We've what, got what Don. Are you going to be Jiggy? I'm not going to dress up. I should dress up, but and and and, and I and I, I I could dress up and be like the the thirty Deadpool they had last year. Now everybody's going to dress up like Wolverine this year. Uh, I, I could do that. I'm not going to, but I could do that. Now um, I want to start first of all. Um, I want to start with. Dawn and yesterday, when, when as we're taping this broadcast, yesterday Fox News let Bill O'Reilly go. Um, as I said earlier on this show, uh, before I got you guys on, uh, this has nothing to do with sexual harassment. This has nothing to do with advertiser boycotts. This has stuff to do with the fact that the parent company of Fox News is trying to buy European ta- pay TV company Sky TV for like $14 billion. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> One of the reasons was um, they had to they had to do this they had to do this deal because apparently the pending takeover of Sky TV the European pay TV company um, they they're going to go through a British media regulator and they are set to judge whether the Murdochs are fit and proper to own such a, such a large media property. And in my opinion, removing O'Reilly could appease critics and help close the deal. So, Don, let's start with you. What do you think about all this? Well, I hadn't heard of, uh, I agree with you. I think that was appeasement. I don't necessarily know who the, uh, who the appeasement is for. Yeah. So, um, uh, I really don't have an answer for you outside of, uh, I think it's a raw deal for O'Reilly. But do you want to know something? He's going to, um, Land on his feet, and I'll tell you the there was rumor he's going to end up at CNN. That's what I heard yesterday. Yes, that. <laughs> yes, uh, the smartest thing CNN could do is hire him, and and the the word around the street is that they have they're making a run at him, um, uh, uh, to get him because uh, they feel that will really um, uh, change the dynamics of the whole thing. And uh, uh, hold your horses. The, the the general feeling, though, is that uh, he will go w- w- with someone else. And in fact, maybe the uh, anchor for a new um, uh, uh, network uh, uh, being formed. There, there. Uh, he has a great many options. And well, by, yeah, and, and uh, Roger Roger Ailes is out there, and and I, I would assume that probably his no compete clause is up is is up pretty soon, and. Uh, I would assume that somebody's gonna 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 try to start a, a a new conservative news network and try to take on Fox because I'll tell you I looked at that lineup that they're going to replace O'Reilly with and uh, I don't well, know. Well, you know the, the ratings are already <laughs> down. The ratings are already down on that. But the other side of it, um, Dan and I uh, were on Liberty uh, Media for for many months. Yes, uh, as contributors, and then we got a notice last week that uh, they have been bought, 
And uh, I found it interesting that um, uh, when I asked them who they were bought by, they would not uh, tell me. And when I uh, went around my ser- uh, various sources, I couldn't get an answer. But um, Liberty Mutual, uh, Liberty um, Constitution um, uh, is a very effective outfit out of Georgia with, with a lot of different sites. And um, what I've heard is that there's a roll-up being done right now, which will end up with a network, and I would not be as surprised if Ailes and uh, um, um, uh, um, O'Reilly. Well, no, I'm having a senior moment. <laughs> yes, and O'Reilly. 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 Um, if if there's not a um, um, that doesn't happen. To suffice to say, um, uh, stay, stay tuned. Um, but uh, like you, Jiggy, I heard CNN. Yes. Well, Dan, uh, j- jump in here and give us your thoughts on this, and then we'll go to IQ on this. I'm writing a column right now. The title of the column, Bill, old school was when you were innocent until proven guilty. Yes. And... um. He hasn't been charged with anything. Well, yeah. <laughs> he basically was he was driven off the air out of whether, whether and I'm not saying that the Don's right or wrong about the uh, the sky situation. I'm yeah very familiar with that, but he was basically driven off the air by the political radical left. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Threatened threatened the sponsors and they panicked and they decided to throw him under the bus. Um, and you know, if you think about, and so I'm sure there got to be a lot of people on the political left who are thrilled that Mr. O'Reilly's at least gone off of Fox and, um, whether, uh, what I heard this morning was that they're going to put Tucker in that time slot. Yes. And, um, the options were Tucker, Eric Bowling and, um, Dana Perino. Yes. Dana's been on the last two nights. Lovely woman, probably a very smart woman. Um, not enough strength to carry a 9 p.m. or 8 o'clock in yes. the evening um, Time news slot. show. She just yeah. doesn't have the strength. Eric, um, again, uh, commodity trader turned uh, talk show and television show host. Not a, not a lot of experience. Tucker, yes. on the other hand... Owns um, the Daily Caller. Been on television a long time in 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 uh, politics and public affairs. Uh, I know that when he took over Megan's spot, his his ratings blew past hers very quickly. Um, so, but but it, it's it's a it's a it's a sad state in America because what this shows is that we do not have freedom of the press and we should all be very concerned that political ideology suppresses the ability for people to hear alternative thought well and 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 iq i want to i want to get your thoughts on this because you 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 are uh well versed you're a media watcher you know a lot of the different things the spin that i want to get um from you is the fact that 
they 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 make a big deal about oh well the end of Bill O'Reilly was because of all these sexual harassment claims, and the thing is is that one of the biggest sheiks in Saudi Arabia owns like a percentage of Fox News. Like they give a crap about sexual misconduct and sexual harassment over in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> you are absolutely right. They don't give a crap. But Dan is right also. Well, the left that too. Is taking over. The left is taking over. By yes. the way, why are you shocked? Look at what's happening at Berkeley, a university. They can't allow, they will not allow any conservative, any Republican to give a talk. Because they are afraid of what the left-wingers are going to do. It's a very sad situation in the United States of America. It really is. It's not only the news media, which are garbage. It's the universities, which are garbage. It's the, literally, I would say 90% of the professors in the top-level university of the United States of America are left-wing jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's putting it mildly, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know... Jim, that Ann Coulter this morning released, uh, or perhaps last night, uh, these are not her words, these are my words. I don't give a damn. I'm going to go and give the speech. Let them come. It'll She's be. Going to stay. But, but the universities are not allowing them because they are saying we can't afford to have trouble. And the reality is, it is the universities who are creating the trouble. Right. That's true. That's true. It is. It is absolutely an amazing time, and uh, we've got Don Mazzella from SB Digest, Dan Perkins, uh, syndicated columnist, and of course our good friend IQ Al Rizzoli. And uh, to 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 wrap up on this uh, this O'Reilly uh, bit before we move on to our next segment here. Um, Don says CNN. I've heard that rumor of CNN. Uh, Dan, would it be better for him? For him and Ailes, maybe to go relaunch or launch a, a, a Fox News counter, or would it be easier for him to just go to CNN? Well, you know that that's a that's a great question. I um, see. I'm I'm having a problem buying the CNN story um, because he has spent he spent so much of his career. Uh, bashing it. Yes. How does he walk in the door? And all of a sudden, he's a, they're they're good people. I mean, I I think there's a credibility issue. Um, I I'll tell you something that that maybe nobody's written about or talked about as a possibility. Where I think a place he might land that could do uh, land office business. You, I'm sure you're aware that Mark Levin has created his own network. Yes, yes. And uh, it's syndicated television. Um, I th- could create a scenario that shows O'Reilly going to to Mark Levin's network and um, and, and take it 24 seven. And uh, whether Ailes will go, I don't know. But I could I could sooner see him going. Uh, to to that kind of a situation, um, but here's the here's the question that I uh, I, I did want to end with yes. uh, for comment from you guys. What happens to Trump's relationship with Donald or O'Reilly's oh, yeah. relationship with Donald Trump? Why Will can't Trump- Donald Trump create his own 
TV station. Well, he, he was he was going to if if he ended up so he getting beat. Like so. he should do it. He really should do it. Wherever he goes, a conservative Republican TV station to counter all the left wingers. You need to do that. If 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 O'Reilly goes with Levin, uh, he'll uh, he'll uh, own half the station. Uh, <laughs> well, that's I mean he's a very wealthy man. There's no question about that. But my point is, what will happen? The question is not which station he's going to. I'm just asking the question: What will happen to the relationship between wherever he goes? If he doesn't go anywhere, but if he goes somewhere, what will happen to the relationship between Donald Trump? And Bill O'Reilly. Uh, uh, Will Trump want to associate him? I, I think uh, Trump will let everything cool, and then uh, look—he he did it with uh, Christie. He, um, he uh, Christie was radioactive. Uh, he he uh, put him uh, at arm's length, and now slowly but surely, if the rumors here in New Jersey are true, uh, Christie will end up with a. Uh, a high government post uh, uh, once the, his governorship's over. Uh, uh, Trump has the ability um, and, and the track record to to put people out to pasture and, uh, until they, they become less radioactive. Um, and he's already come out, if I read it correctly, and already supported O'Reilly. And don't forget, we don't know what the $12 million was for. Um, uh, if I was in O'Reilly's uh, position, and you you had six women ganging up, um, uh, uh, twelve million dollars um, might have been uh, worth it. For, as his lawyers pointed out, because don't forget, um, if uh, O'Reilly had really done something wrong, uh, well, let me let me. Um, my my feeling is. Uh, the the fact that, that there's a non-disclosure that uh, m- might mean that there's far less, uh, uh, and I'm I'm being exactly opposite from what the New York Times is saying, <laughs> but m- might be um, uh, much less. Uh, it, it's very difficult to uh, fight six uh, uh, people saying something, um, uh, the, uh, the, uh, which might be uh, innocent. Uh, m- more innocent uh, uh, by and of themselves. Uh, what I'm and I'm confusing. What I'm saying is, uh, simple in- uh, innocent things happening um, one at a time uh, might be explained, but six would not be able to explain, and they still might be innocent. From what I've heard from somebody who's close to O'Reilly, uh, in this case, he's more innocent than guilty. What he's in, uh, guilty of is being stupid on how he handled the, situa- <laughs> uh, the situation, rather than being the monster that they're trying to paint him. That's uh, that's what I, I've heard from my sources, from somebody who's worked for O'Reilly for almost uh, eleven years, um, and she says uh, it's it simply uh, he handled it stupid. He handled the, the relationships stupidly, and he was stupid on. Uh, uh, down the road, so um, uh, the, uh, that to me is the number one thing to keep in mind, and that's why I'm saying that he's more a victim, as Dan is saying, uh, he's guilty without a trial, because 
Because, but he, what he is guilty of is being stupid um, in his relationships. But I think if you if you read his new book, Old School, which I have, um, I mean, he is from the old school, and uh, things were different under the old school. And he's not in favor, never has been in favor of political correctness. And he does, he does, as according to Mister Mazzella, he does stupid things, um, <laughs> but. Um, and, you know, stupid in this society, in this time and age, not necessarily uh, well, stupid yeah. in what, what's, what's doing. I, I find myself uh, 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 always having to say, "I'm old enough to be your grandfather." <laughs> uh, you know, um, in, in order to d- deal with some situation, it's really reached the point um, uh, in this where my natural inclinations to do things. Have been totally stifled by this whole issue of political correctness. Um, uh, I, I, I taught a, a group of students at Columbia, and a woman, came, uh, one of those young students, came up to me, and uh, because she said she enjoyed it so much, she wanted to give me a hug, and I said, "Please don't. I'm, uh, I, uh, I'll end up in jail." <laughs> uh, well, you're uh, right. Uh, you know, be, uh, uh, you know, uh, anyway. And O'Reilly is, is in, my, in my view, being hit with the same thing. Well, well let's okay, let's let, 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 let's do this. Our our next our next topic here, which is going to be uh, uh, an interesting one. I know this will this will get Dan. Uh, we'll start with Dan on this one. <laughs> um, Senator Elizabeth Warren has launched another attack on U.S. Oh President Donald Trump. Pocahontas. Yes, and she's describing the election win as partly the result of an ugly stew of racism. And uh, she has launched a, uh, she's got this book tour. She's going on all sorts of different news channels. She says the Trump 2016 voters were racist. Dan, pick it up for us, and uh, we'll start with you. I saw her on uh, Jimmy Fallon's show a couple of nights ago, and she was um, somewhat critical of Mrs. Clinton in her in her little diatribe. She talked about there's a there's a a Pixar animated movie called Up, and um, it's a story about an old curmudgeon and uh, a little Boy Scout, and they tie a bunch of balloons to his house and they save the house, and they have this dog, and this dog is easily distractible. He could this dog could be could be talking to one of the two characters, and all of a sudden there's a squirrel go by, and, and the dog goes squirrel. And um, so he's totally distractible. And she was, in essence, saying in her discussion with Jimmy Fallon that I think that the party was too distracted on too many different issues that never really came together. And uh, which I I suspect was true. Um, But um, she thinks that they have to do everything possible to to defeat Donald Trump and his agenda. Um, the problem is, as uh, Pocahontas speaks, I'm not sure a lot of Democrats are listening. Now, let me give you an example um, of what's what's going on in the Democratic Party. They had this election in Kansas, and the spin from the left was. Wow, we almost won. 
We only lost by seven points. We almost lost by seven points. So they considered it the loss to be a victory because they only lost by seven points. So now we go to Georgia, and we have this filmmaker running for an open seat in Congress. The Democratic Party and all of the operatives pour in $8.5 million of advertising money, and he can't beat the field. There's going to be a runoff election between him and the uh, Republican nominee. But somebody in the Democratic Party didn't check because he's running for a district he doesn't live in. So the ability of the Democrats to get things right seems to be very wrong. So now if he loses in the runoff, the whole narrative from the Democratic left was, wow, the country's rebelling against Trump. Well, it's a victory because we only left lost by seven points in Kansas. And if this guy can't beat the Republican nominee in June, well, it's all, we almost won. So that's really the people telling him they don't like Trump. And um, it shows that the Democratic Party has no leadership. And if Elizabeth Warren is the nominee for the Democratic Party in 2020, buy your inauguration tickets for Donald Trump. IQ, what, what, what do you think about this? Well, to even talk about this woman is a tragedy. I mean, she <laughs> has not two brain cells of logic. She doesn't have any brains. She only spouts hatred. She never backs up anything with facts. And you live in America. You're Americans. And you are taking her in a way seriously. She should be dumped. She should never be in Congress. By the way, many of the Democrats, true, there are quite a few in the Republican Party who should never be there. This is why you have to have end of term. You've got to have term limits. You have to. The corruption is otherwise immense I agree uh, you know um, uh, IQ brings up an interesting point uh, two things uh, one um, the, the Democrats are are um, now the Republicans of the 50s and 60s they're the party of the against they are not for things uh, whatever you say about Donald Trump, and uh, uh, he is for things. He is for America. He is for this. Pocahontas, uh, uh, Senator Warren, uh, uh, if you listen to her speeches and you listen to everything, is against things, but they're not articulating what they're for. And if you uh, read this new book about the Hil Hillary Clinton campaign, um, their pr big problem was they could never articulate what they were for. If you, the, um, you know, everybody's reviewing the book, but the, uh, an obscure little review that I saw that I thought was the most accurate pointed out that no one could come together and tell tell people what Mrs. Clinton was for. Um, she didn't have an overriding theme. She she didn't have anything. 
now you have Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren coming along, and all she's talking about is how they're against uh, um, uh, uh, President Trump and how they're uh, they're out to beat him. Uh, the point is, Americans vote for things, not against things, and uh, Donald Trump proved that in the last election. And if if the Democratic Party doesn't wake up to that fact, um, if you look at the campaign of this Georgia Democrat, all he talked about was what he was against, uh, uh, and um, what he was against, what what his party was against, rather than what was for. So I'm uh, repeating myself, but I think that's uh, the thing about Elizabeth Warren about the Democrats today. They haven't found something they're for. But it shows that 49% of Americans are utterly stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't forget, I'm looking from the outside in. I'm hovering over the United States of America while I'm looking down. Mm -hmm. They must be stupid. They really must be stupid. They're supporting (laughs) everything negative. As Dan and Don said, Trump is positive. That's why I love the guy. Mm-hmm. Everything That's why I love was the guy. positive. <laughs> to do things, not to break them down, to build them up. The Democrats want to break them yeah. down. Everything break down. <clears throat> it's because, IQ, it's because I, the Democrats do not <clears throat> want him to succeed. And the reason they don't want him to succeed is that the welfare rolls will decline. Correct. The number of people dependent upon the government will decline. And they don't want that. Dan, we said that before he was elected. We said when and if he is elected and he passes 30% or even 40% what he promised, the black people and the Hispanic people will never again vote Democrats. Mm -hmm. If they get jobs, that's it. End of conversation. Right, right. Just a follow-up piece to that, Jim. Um, Last night... I saw Maxine Waters oh. <laughs> on on national television say that she's never called for the impeachment of Donald Trump. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> well, if I would point out to you uh, on Constitution.com, an article written by yours truly that talks about the attack <clears throat> on Donald Trump And there are a number of direct citations where Maxine Waters says she wants to have Donald Trump impeached. And at the taxpayer rally last Saturday, she again reiterated that she wants Donald Trump to be impeached. So um, she's lying to the American public and the news media is simply ignoring it. Um, You know, IQ, I... I agree with your concept that 49% of the people who voted for Hillary uh, are probably stupid. But I think more often than not, a, a number of those people who voted for Mrs. Clinton voted a straight Democratic ticket, regardless of who the candidate was, whether they were labor, whether they were teachers, or whoever they were. Union members voted <clears throat> across the board for Democrats. And so there are there is a lot of of um, people who vote a straight ticket. Uh, There are some that split the ticket, but by and large you have 
on the Democratic side, you have a constituency that many times tends to vote a straight ticket. Regardless of their personal feelings, uh, they vote the straight Democratic ticket. But Dan, they used to be called the yellow... stupidity, with all due respect. One should vote for what is good for the nation and for the person who is voting. You don't vote just because you, your father and grandfather voted Republican <clears throat> or Democrats. You vote for a person who will lead America to better terms. I mean, this is why I say they're stupid. They really are stupid. I'm not being insulting, honestly. When you have choices and you repeatedly make the wrong choice again and again and again, that's a mark of stupidity. That's it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. you. <laughs> okay. Well, well, let's let's do this. We are going to take a brief time out. I'm going to hang up with you guys on Skype, then I'm going to call you guys back <coughs> because we're going to get our guest in here, Joseph Castleberry. Uh, I will be back with you guys here in just a few seconds. Uh, we are going to call Dr. Castleberry here. Uh, he is going to be with us here in just a few seconds uh, here on the old Skype Rooney. He has a uh, book called The New Pilgrims, and uh, as a uh, we join you here, hour number two of our Sunday radio broadcast. If you want to hear more about what we're doing on the uh, on the Sunday show, go to RadioZenu.com. Also, iHeartRadio, JiggyJaguar.com as well. We're going to get uh, Dr. Castleberry in here. How hey, are you? Joe. How are you, Joe? I'm going to get our, uh, our other panelists in here. We're uh, going to add them into our mix here on uh, on iHeartRadio and uh it's uh it's been a uh it's been a topsy turvy day here <laughs> on our on our on our broadcast it is a uh, it is a busy busy day uh but we are going to get connected once again here with Don Mazzella, Dan Perkins and IQ Al Rizzoli and we're going to be chatting with uh our guest here for our last half hour <laughs> Uh, Dr. Joseph Castleberry, he's the president of Northwest University, author of The New Pilgrims, How Immigrants Are Renewing America's Faith and Values. And uh, we are joined back with uh, Don Mazzella, Dan Bergens, and I.Q. Rizzoli. First of all, uh, Dr. Castleberry, tell us about this book, and then I'll let our panel jump in and ask you some questions about some of the different things going on. Yes, uh, my book, The New Pilgrims, is a book that um, focuses on the positive aspects that um, immigrants are contributing to America's culture. Of course, we're hearing all the time about negative aspects, and those things are real, but uh, the positives are also very strong, and uh, the most pronounced positive effect of immigrants in America is the effect on American religion and faith. Now, 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 Give doctor. Weird feedback on the call. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure where that's coming from, but we'll 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 work on that. Now, uh, now, now, Doctor Castleberry, we we each and every week on this program, me, Dan, Don, and IQ, uh, usually end up on the immigration uh, debate. And uh, I want to start with Don on this. Uh, what 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 are your thoughts on on what Doctor Castleberry is saying about he's he's trying to make sure that people know about the good things that immigrants do, not not so much the stuff that you read in the headlines. Well, uh, Jiggy, as you know, I'm the son of immigrants, so um, uh, obviously I, I view immigration uh, uh, in a much more positive light. Um, the Im- immigration uh, from this, uh, the Islamic immigration we have to worry about 
But uh, uh, as someone once said, uh, uh, an immigrant oftentimes uh, is, is uh, far superior because to leave uh, one's home home country and uh, cross uh, vast distances and settle in a new country takes great courage and great intelligence. So um, I, I heartily agree with your premise. Uh, a pilgrim indicates that they come and uh, they're going someplace and returning to their original. An immigrant in the, in the, indicates that they are going someplace and staying there. And America is made up of immigrants. So I applaud your book. And uh, I read a review of your book um, uh, on Sunday, and I'm trying to remember where, and I was uh, impressed by it. But what do you think are the number two, one and two things that uh, immigrants supply to this country that uh, uh, we should really appreciate? You know, one of the things that immigrants do that is really positive for America is that they pull us back towards community values and family values. Um, American culture, uh, by its by its nature, uh, highly individualizes people. We're the land of the rugged individualist, and uh, there's a lot of positive things about being self-reliant and all of that, but uh, we need community values, too. And immigrants tend to come from countries, uh, most countries around the world are communitarian countries where people get their sense of identity from the group they belong to. Um, more than their their own personal choices and 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 drive. So, um, you know, you need a balance of those values in your life. And uh, immigrants have always inspired us with their close families and the way they look at community. Um, you know, we the a few years ago, Neil Postman wrote a book called uh, Bowling Alone, and it was about the way uh, about the fact that America's civil society voluntary organizations are falling apart, and we don't have bowling leagues anymore. Uh, we don't uh, rotary clubs and those kind of things are are are, are diminishing, um, and we we need those community organizations and voluntary organizations to keep America strong. And immigrants are much more likely to join into those kind of things than native-born Americans. But they remind us of how things used to be, and uh, that, that's very positive value. But uh, things used to be. And, and unfortunately, we, we've changed many many of those things. But um, immigrants also tended to uh, cluster in conclaves uh, with with other immigrants from similar backgrounds, which um, uh, which usually was broken broken down in in the second generation or the third generation uh, going. Yet. Um, your belief is that the f- fact that immigrants uh, cling to a, a family structure uh, is is important for America. Uh, yet, why why is it not happening today? Well, that's the point. It is happening today, and we have many university studies over the last twenty years, especially that demonstrate that uh, immigrants are assimilating American culture as quickly as ever. And uh, in Time Magazine a couple of years ago, they ran a piece in that where they uh, demonstrated that immigrants are indistinguishable from native-born Americans in uh, public polling after the second generation. Yes. So, yes, it's, it's true that immigrants, we have a fairly high percentage of immigrants right now. It's right up near the highest ever. Um, and, and first-generation immigrants are always going to flock together. They're always going to continue speaking their uh, native languages with each other, and uh, in places like Miami and places like Southern California, you see higher concentrations of immigrants. You may think they're not assimilating, 
but when you look at the whole country in the aggregate, uh, they're assimilating as fast as they ever have. And you know, intermarriage is the great uh, the great equalizer in that. Uh, immigrants are marrying native-born Americans in huge numbers across the country, and that helps assimilation happen really fast. <clears throat> what about television? Do you think that the the fact that the fact that we're all seeing, with the exception of Spanish television, we're all seeing the same programs, has has an effect on it? Oh, absolutely. You know, the thing is, immigrants come here; they want to learn English because it's it's hard it's hard to make it if you don't, unless you happen to live in Miami or other places where there are huge concentrations of Spanish speakers. You need to learn to speak English. But the funny thing about immigrant children is that they refuse to speak the, the old country language. Um, you know, a, a three-year-old child can learn about 3,000 vocabulary words a day. They're language sponges. And you can't stop immigrant kids from learning English. They learn it really quickly. Uh, but it's always been a problem for adults. Always been a problem. You know, it's funny you say that because I, I have a cousin who married a Ukrainian. I, well, I'm Italian-American extent. And uh, uh, he has a step-grandchild who was four years old uh, who came over, and uh, it, within one year you couldn't tell that she was not American. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's amazing. a serious problem for immigrant families. They feel badly that their kids can't speak their grandparents' language, and uh, they, they just refuse to. I, I, I lived in El Salvador and had children aged four and two that were perfectly bilingual, that were speaking Spanish uh, like natives, uh, we moved back to the United States, and in one day, they both turned their Spanish off and refused to speak it anymore because they didn't want to be different. And that's just the nature of small children. They they do not want to be different, and uh, they have amazing language learning capabilities. Uh, the human brain starts dumping language learning synapses at age 3, and at age 12, it starts dumping them really fast. So if you haven't started learning a foreign language before age 12, it makes it a lot harder to ever learn it. But still, uh, we're not, we do not have a problem with immigrants not learning English. This is, it looks just like it always has throughout history, and it's not a problem. Then how do you explain the fact that uh, uh, the Arab, Arab uh, immigrants from Arab countries are not uh, assimilating? Um, if, if, if assimilation means changing the religion... You could say they're not assimilating, but there are. I mean, the, the larger story with Muslim immigrants to America is that they are assimilating the American culture uh, and pretty, pretty impressively. But it doesn't take a lot of radicalized folks to give the entire community a really bad name. Uh, and certainly it's, in, it's uh, um, incumbent upon the Muslim American community to police their own ranks to make sure that they don't have people falling into these uh, um radicalized identities that uh, motivate them to try to hurt us. Now, IQ, do do you agree kind of there on on Don's question and Don's kind of set up and uh, Joseph's answer there? I'm sorry, I'm going to be blunt. (laughs) (laughs) Not you! (laughs) But but as you know, I only deal with facts and reality. Yes. America is totally immigrant nation. Not today, not yesterday, not 100 years ago, 500 years ago. That's a fact. Most immigrants from wherever they came assimilated. Assimilate doesn't mean leave your religion. No. You keep your religion, you keep your tradition, but you become an American. 
You speak English. You believe in the Constitution. You believe in the flag. Yep. The only people, I'm sorry to say that, the only people who cannot, not because they are evil, not because they don't want to, it is because they are prohibited from ever integrating into any society which is not Muslim, are the Muslim immigrants. This is not generalization. This is my subject. James would tell you, if you Google my name, El Rasuli, A-L-R-A-S-S-O-O-L-I, you will find out exactly what I'm talking about. It is prohibited in the Quran that Muslims can obey any constitution which is not from Allah Sharia. It is prohibited in the Quran that any Muslim will make friends with Jews, Christians, or any non-Muslim. It is prohibited. Now, you're telling me they are radicalized. There is no such thing as a radicalized Muslim. Why? They are reading the same book called the Quran. They wear the hijab. Ask a woman. Ask any Muslim woman. Why do you wear the hijab? She says she follows Sharia. Perfect. But Sharia prohibits her from being a loyal citizen in America. Prohibits her from being a loyal citizen anywhere in the world, which is not Islamic. I'm sorry I said that, but I have to. Because most Americans have absolutely no bloody idea what Islam is all about. Look at the Muslims in my country, Iraq. I come from Iraq. My language is Arabic. So I know what I'm talking about. In my country, Iraq, there used to be Jews, Christians, Baha'is, Hindus, uh, Shia Muslim, all varieties of Sunni Muslims. Look what's happening now. Under Saddam Hussein, true, he was a dictator. Fine. But every Muslim country is either a theocracy a dictatorship, or, un- well, definitely not a democracy. But under him, all these minorities coexisted. Why? Because he would not allow a single imam to be in politics. And any imam starting making a fatwa, which means a religious opinion, <clears throat> was immediately eliminated. I'm talking about exterminated. Now he was gone. Gaddafi was gone. They want to remove uh, Al-Assad. Al-Assad is the only one who was protecting the Christians of the whole of Syria. When he is gone, there will be no Christians left in Syria. There are no Christians will be left in Iraq. In my country, Iraq, in the year 2003, we had 1.3 million Christians, the oldest Christian community in the world. Today, as we speak, there are less than 200,000. I know it's a big story I have talked about, but I want you to understand as much as it sounds outrageous. I know it might even sound racist. I know I've been dealing with this for 30 years. All I ask you to do, Google the Quran, read chapters 2 to chapters 9. There are 114 chapters. Don't bother. Read chapters 2 to chapters 9. And if you can come to any conclusion opposite to mine, please email me. And there are one and a half million dollars worth of challenges. Take as much as you want out of them. Back to you, sir. <laughs> well, doctor, <laughs> uh, give, give us your thoughts there, and then we'll go to Dan Perkins. Well, I fully understand the life experience of our friend here, and uh, I apologize I didn't cap- capture his name. Um, the, if you only read those sections of the Quran, it's going to make Islam look really, really bad. But the, those aren't the only sections, and 
there's sort of a uh, there's sort of two testaments in the in the Quran, and uh, the, the later part of the Quran is not as hostile to non-Muslims as the first part is, because it, it, it changes with the political situations that uh, that Muhammad was dealing with when he wrote it. I I'm not the world's greatest fan of Islam. Don't get me wrong, uh, but I've been involved in Muslim-Christian dialogue for for 30 years, um, and I have met many Muslims that are not uh, as radical as. Uh, is those chapters of the Quran, uh, and you know there are countries like Indonesia that are not uh, not so theocratic, not so radical. Um, it is possible to have Islam that isn't radical and in that way, and that is uh, um, that is willing to live at peace with its neighbors. Uh, we need to try to uh, do everything possible to encourage that, uh, because America is a place of religious freedom, and we're going to let people follow their religions as long as it doesn't conflict with American law. Um, but it's, I certainly understand my friend's passion over it. Now, Dan, uh, what, what, what do you have for, for the doctor here? Oh, I've been listening to this a lot. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I think it's going to be uh, <clears throat> Mr. I.Q. Arizoli and Mr. Perkins against Mr. Mozilla. <laughs> um, okay. I, uh, I want to. I want to respond. I want to respond to the good doctor. We are a nation of laws, and part of those laws that have been on the books for a long time is how an immigrant legally enters this country. And there's a process <clears throat> when you bastardize the laws and you allow people to freely cross the border, you change the whole dynamic of of immigration. We are bringing in people who we know nothing about. We bring them in and we let, let them come into this country with no identification papers. They come through the southern border and they come not from Mexico only or Salvador or Venezuela. They're coming from North Korea. They're coming from China. They're coming from Syria, Pakistan, Iran, Iraq. They're coming all the way to Mexico to come into the American southern border illegally. Now, we are the great melting pot, and we've achieved that melting pot through assimilation. How do we assimilate people into our culture if we allow them to have Spanish language or other language newspapers and television and radio that are against our country? How do we expect assimilation when our stores now have signs of equal size translating the English words into Spanish. We are not helping people assimilate the language because we're continuing to support their language by changing and bastardizing our language. We have situations all over the country where groups of foreigners have gone into a community, established a cartel, much like the no-go cities in Europe, 
and are refusing to assimilate into the American culture and want to maintain their own culture, their own traditions, their own language, and their own laws. We had a situation two years ago, which I uncovered in Irving, Texas, just cited outside of Dallas, <clears throat> where Sharia courts were established. We believe there are Sharia courts in Michigan. If we're a country of laws, which laws govern? Ours, the Constitution, or Sharia? Can a, company, can a country, as Abraham Lincoln said, survive in a house divided? If we have one house that's, that wants to be governed by Sharia law and the Koran, and another part of the house that wants to be governed by the Constitution, and the other side that wants to be governed by the Koran is the fastest growing segment in the country, then how do we have good immigration? When we allow people to come in across the border who may not necessarily be as educated as other people who come to the country legally, we have a situation of crime. We have a significant amount of crime from illegals, <clears throat> and we've now created, we've created in many places, 300 sanctuary cities where governments have decided, local governments, California is trying to become a sanctuary state, have decided they're, as it relates to immigration, are no longer going to follow the laws of the United States. We have courts in this country who are deciding what the political <clears throat> and foreign policy should be of the United States. All around immigration, does the president have the right <clears throat> to limit who comes into this country? Yes, in fact, the Supreme Court in 1948 gave him that power. So when we bastardize our immigration system, the immigration policy today is not like Don's parents when they came into this country. Don. Can I jump in there? No, go sure. ahead. Go ahead, doctor. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for those comments. Uh, first of all, let's. Uh, there's so much we can agree about here. First of all, let's agree that the rule of law is essential. If we lose the rule of law America, in America, we lose what makes this country special and what makes it unique in the world. We, we need to protect it. Second, um, laws against reality are a bad idea. Um, we, we changed our laws about guest workers back in the late 50s and got rid of the Bracero program and didn't replace it with a guest worker program that would provide the agricultural labor we needed. That set up a situation where having laws that didn't work we uh, allowed for huge migration of agricultural workers, and that bled over into the service industry. And then, then you get the situation we've got now with massive illegal unemployment because we had to tolerate it in order to get the crops in every year. That, that was foolish public policy. We desperately need uh, to, uh, to uh, reform our immigration laws right now and get laws that work and laws that we can agree on. Sanctuary cities are a terrible thing because they, they're an utter breakdown of the rule of law. But nevertheless, you've got nearly half the country that has a strong conviction that uh, the laws that are on the books aren't just. We need to come to a new national consensus on this. If we don't, we're going to see further division and further trouble. We can solve this. There are solid proposals on the table. We need to do them and get this done. Third, as for immigrant crime, the crime rate in America has dropped radically over the last 20 years. 
uh, unbelievably low crime rates. That's because immigrants create uh, commit crimes at a much lower percentage than native-born Americans do, and there are plenty of studies that demonstrate that. Um, otherwise, the English language has always been changing. English is the most composite language in the world. It's 40% Latin, which came with the Norman French when they, in, when they invaded England. It's, it's a huge percentage of Scandinavian languages. The languages were so close that they were mutually intelligible between Norway and England at one point. Um, English has been changing constantly through its history and around the world. English is the largest language in the world. It has a million words. The next biggest one is German with like 300,000. Uh, the English vocabulary is just enormous because we have been so uh, effective at dealing with the world. And uh, the English Empire, uh, certainly the British Empire, had a huge impact on that. But our language is always going to be changing. We can be sure of that. If you don't believe it, just get the King James Bible and read it or, or give it a try. It's hard to read. Um, the Constitution has to reign supreme over Sharia law. Nobody's really disputing that. No sane person in America thinks we ought to let Sharia law take over the Constitution. Um, these are things we can easily agree on. And uh, we, I certainly have no problem with secure borders, and I applaud President Trump and, and, and uh, Attorney General Sessions for putting the word out loud and clear that a new sheriff's in town and that uh, the border is changing. And because of that, immigration to the United States has dropped radically since the Trump administration came into into uh into power, um, that drop in, in immigration is going to create a situation very soon where we've got to create a guest worker program or we're going to have labor shortages. Well, I, I, don't, I don't doubt that we need a guest worker program. What I'm saying to you is that I believe that the immigration concept of people coming into the country legally like Don's parents hopefully did <clears throat> and my forefathers hopefully did came into the country under the laws of the country as to what it was <clears throat> and how you you gained access to coming into the United States. And the idea that, that, that's abhorrent to me <clears throat> is that we have people who are trying to get into this country under the legal process, filing for visas and all the things that are necessary to get approval to come into the country, and other people walk across the border who are here illegally, who are breaking the law, seek asylum, and we let them come in. <clears throat> We're sending the wrong message to the people who want to comply with the law and do things legally. And when you do that, you put the law in jeopardy. Question. Yeah, I, I understand your concern for that, but we're at a point in time right now, <clears throat> we're at a point in history where we can solve this problem through a common sense uh, uh new consensus on immigration that can be reached. I, it's, I, I'm hoping that within the next year, and there's every good reason to believe that within the next year, we're going to have legislation that will accomplish this. Uh, we're Americans. We're problem solvers. We're, this problem is not too big for us to solve, but we are going to have to sit down and reason together. IQ, you want yeah, to say We something? haven't done that for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> IQ, years. <laughs> IQ, you had a question. Yes, I had a question. The gentleman said they had Christian-Muslim dialogue for 30 years. They were deceiving you for 30 years. I'll tell you why. Never since 9-11, not once, <clears throat> either in the United States of America or in Europe, did any Muslim group 
come out demonstrating by the hundreds of thousands or by the tens of thousands or even a thousand shouting not in our name never why do you think they did it they can't be afraid they are in Europe they can't be afraid they are in America they're not afraid do you know what 1400 years ago Muhammad said silence means consent I rest my case Okay, Do Dr. Castleberry, your thoughts on that? <laughs> well, he rested his case, so I'm going to let him rest. <laughs> you know, you know, um, I, I'll, Dan, I have to make something clear. My, uh, my father literally and figuratively jumped ship to come into this country and married my mother to become legal, but they did follow the laws thereafter. Uh, um but but they came into this country because they wanted to be here and they wanted to uh, be Americans and they became Americans. Um, uh, the interesting thing, when my father, uh, in the last years of his life, I said, did you want to go back to Italy? I'll take you. And he said, no, I'm an American now. Uh, and that's where I stay. Um, you know, uh, I don't disagree uh, with that. I, I think that the, the immigration, remember... <clears throat> I think these numbers are right. From 1924 to, to 1960, we had a what was called a period of assimilation because of the influx of immigrants coming into the United States. The government made the decision to dramatically reduce the new immigrants to allow the, the existing immigrants to have an opportunity to assimilate into the culture. We don't have a, an assimilation requirement. And so we have changed by practice the immigration laws in the country and decided to do what we want to do and uh, not have to pay attention to the laws. And I think that, that the, the idea, um, the, the attorney general said <clears throat> when he was speaking about illegal immigration, illegal immigration crime and sanctuary cities, we have laws on the books that have, have been ignored the, we've had the judicial review where the president of the United States and his minions under Barack Obama decided which laws they were going to enforce and which laws they weren't. And You're Mr. Right. Session is saying we have laws. Until the laws are changed, we need to enforce the laws of our country. Amen. If we, if we don't enforce the laws that we have on the books, and take the proper legal means to amend or change, then we are not being true to the Constitution and what it is every American expects from his government, protection under the law. The idea that we can disagree with the law so that we don't have to comply with the law and we're going to work to change it, I think what we have is we have a situation where we have gone so far to the left under political correctness that we will allow these people, we will, we will trade off the lives of other people who are trying to come to this country legally for those people who are entering illegally. That's not how America works. Well, a big piece of our problem right now is that we've got at least 12 million people here without authorization that we are not going to deport. 
they are crucial parts of our economy. They, they, <laughs> we don't have the workforce to replace them if we got rid of them. And one of the reasons why we've got to do a reform right now is so that we can uh, re- give these people an opportunity for legal status and straighten out the mess that we've created by our own refusal to, to uh, keep the laws updated and to enforce them. When you got 12 million people paying in the Social Security system taxes that they will never get benefits back out of, it actually helps keep the Social Security system solvent. Uh, this is this is a, a cynical thing that we haven't fixed this, um, but it is. I I, I respectfully I, res- I respectfully disagree that the 12 million people that here are legally are all paying Social Security and Medicare taxes. I don't. Not, um, they're not I doing. I didn't say every. I didn't say everyone. You said 12 million people paying into Social Security. That's a and false statement. And that is the fact that there are 12 million false Social Security numbers that people are paying money into. That doesn't that doesn't account for every illegal immigrant in the United States. I'm just telling you that the Social Security system tells us, and it's, it's a documented fact, that 12 million people have are paying into social dummy Social Security Security accounts that will never pay back out. So. Um, we got a mess here. We need to clean up the mess. Does anybody disagree we need to clean up the mess? I do, um, uh, because uh, I, I don't believe that you reward people for illegal behavior. They were illegal coming into this country. Um, they're forcing uh, 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 people to make uh, um, uh, uh, economic decisions. Uh, I... Uh, which uh, are detrimental to, to other people. I, I, I just feel, you know, these 12 million immigrants, uh, and my father uh, was an illegal immigrant, but, but uh, um, he became legal through the system. These people are not going to be, uh, what we're asking them to do, uh, to do is say, we're going to give you blanket immunity. And that that just, uh, to, to my way of thinking, is rewarding yeah. them for none illegal... Of the, none of the proposals on the table right now call for uh, amnesty for the folks who are here legally. All of the proposals that are currently on the table uh, call for punishing those people in some way. So uh, that's not what we're talking about. But I'm, I'm, I understand what you're saying, but the practical reality is the Democrats are not going to punish anybody. The Democrats want yeah. to give those yes. 12 million people the right to become citizens so they can vote Democratic. Right. And, and the yeah, issue and really comes down to, are we going to follow the law or not follow the law? <clears throat> the fact that well, 12 million so people far. came, <laughs> the fact that 12 million people came into this country and they were allowed to stay says that we're not enforcing the law. If we're not enforcing the law, then either we change the law, and I think it's the wrong thing to do to change, to give, as the Democrats say, a path to citizenship to those 12 million. And I would say to you, out of all, disres- all, all respect, I don't mean disrespect, with all respect, I don't know anybody who can actually tell us whether it's 12 million, 15 million, or 20 million, or 3 million. It's a guess. We don't know for sure how many people are here. Well, we know it's at least 12 million, so um, we know that. Uh, at any that, rate, that's my uh, point. You, you're, you're saying it's at least 12. What if it's 20? Is there a number? Maybe. Is there a number of <laughs> illegals that are in this country where 
things change? Well, what I'm telling you is that if we do not come with a, come up with a technique for, for ferreting this out and straightening out the situation, it's going to continue just like it is. We, we cannot keep going like this. And we've got a situation where the country is so profoundly divided that whole states are saying we will not enforce federal law. This is crazy. We, we cannot continue that way. But the only way we're going to get past it is to sit down and reason together and, and come up with a way that uh, honors people's conscience and honors the, the mess that we have made as a country. Uh, for us to pretend that this whole thing is on the backs of illegal immigrants is to profoundly abdicate our own responsibility for it. Uh, we, I would, we have created a mess here. I would point to you about the, the ability of us to come together Look at the Democrats and how they conducted themselves in the hearings for Trump's cabinet nominees. And that tells you how much interest they are coming together to deal with this issue. I'm a Republican, and I want to, I want to say that I'm a loyal Republican, but here's the reality. Um, and we, we can do a lot better legislation now than the Gang of Eight legislation was. But that, that legislation passed the Senate, and it would have passed the House if Boehner would have brought it up for a vote. The Republicans and Democrats, there were plenty of votes to pass that bill. The only reason it didn't pass was because it wasn't brought up for a vote. We can do a better bill now. We can do a bill that, that solves the problem and that we can get broad consensus on. Democrats and Republicans will work together and solve this if we'll just bring up the legislation and have a vote. We can do this. There's, there is sufficient. Don't you have to decide on the legislation first before you bring it up for a vote? <laughs> Apparently not under Democrat rule, but I think I think we can do this in the right way. Doctor, I agree with everything you said, 100%. The law should be observed, and whatever went wrong should be rectified. 100%, I agree with you. The only thing that I disagree with you is when you think that Muslims will assimilate in America. This will never happen. Well, I don't have any illusions that Muslims are going to stop being Muslims. If that's what assimilation means, then I agree with you. Um, but can can Muslims be law-abiding, loyal Americans? Um, no. I think no. there are. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, look at my chapter. It's on the web. By the way, if you just Google, just Google, can Muslims be loyal citizens, you'll find all the answers there. And they're all negative. And not because I'm racist. Not because I'm against Islam. I'm never against Islam. Just because I raise the subject of Islam and find out and tell the world what it actually does and says, doesn't make me anti-Muslim. It's like if somebody is discussing Mein Kampf and the Nazis, doesn't make him anti-German. He's discussing Nazism. I'm discussing Islam. Islam prohibits every Muslim from being a loyal citizen. Uh, by the way, chapter 9, October, verse 29. It's an amazing one. It's only one chapter, one verse, I mean, one verse in the Quran. Chapter 9, verse 29. The Muslims are told, Qatilu, fight in a war. Those who do not believe in Allah and Muhammad. Even if they are of the people of the book, who the hell are the people of the book? Christians and Jews. Until they pay the jizya, and feel themselves humiliated. You see, the Quran is unambiguous. What we have are leaders who are criminally negligent, who should be put on trial, and if found guilty of treason, 
executed. Back to you. Hey guys, I'm sorry. I'm, my time's <laughs> run out. I've got a meeting. To go hey, to that's you, but, uh, that's fine. Talk with you. And I wish you all well, Doctor Castleberry. I Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you, sir. It is uh, it is Doctor Joseph Castleberry. He joins us today here on our big broadcast, and uh, <laughs> I don't think he really enjoyed that interview. <laughs> no, Jiggy, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry he left because uh, no, I was tell no, him, I went I went down to my local Walmart in North Bergen here. Yes, <laughs> and I went to five different people. This is Walmart. And to to, uh, to ask them a question in English, and none of them spoke English. <laughs> These are Walmart employees. These are Walmart right. employees. That's right. Well, uh... James, unfortunately, all these people are do-gooders. They mean well. Yes. The doctor means well. He's definitely an American. Of course, he's an American. Of course, he's a Republican. Of course, he loves America. But he is under the illusion that other people who are of a different background will think the same as he does. And the moment you start thinking that other people are thinking the same as you, you lost the game. That's what I'm thinking. He well, lost the game. Well, let's do Not this. Not because I was aggressive or because anybody uh, said anything wrong. <laughs> it's because he cannot defend the indefensible. I, he was I, talking I, about the early verses of the Quran and the later verses of the Quran. Well, if he knows this, then he should know that the later verses abrogated, made null and voice the earlier conciliatory verses. He should know that. This is primary. This is elementary. Back to you, sir. Well, uh, Dan, uh, as we wrap sure. up here, uh, what, 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 what did you think of, 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 the, uh, of the experience today with uh, Dr. Castleberry and some of the... Uh, I just, I love the way that he left. He's like, uh, my time's run out. I'll leave it. <laughs> uh, I, I think I, uh, I understand, I think I understand where his heart is. Yes. Unfortunately for him, his mind is in a different place and he's not thinking about, um, you know, this idea, this, this fundamental idea, we are a nation of laws. And I have a great deal of anger for those people who came into this country, who broke the law, and I have great sympathy for those people who try, have, are trying to do it the right way, Yes, and yet are being usurped by people who didn't get part of the process, and they walk across the border and seek asylum. And they do it from all around the world. I, that is the, the most amazing thing for me is the number of nationals from countries from all over the world who make their way to Mexico to come across our southern border. It's amazing. You know, uh, it isn't Hispanic necessarily just Hispanic people because the numbers from uh, immigration and naturalization show that there are people, as I said, from, from, from North Korea, from China, from Afghanistan, from Iraq, Syria, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Jordan. They, they come here. To get here, they go through Mexico, and the Mexican government doesn't do anything about it. Why yes. should they? Not their problem. <laughs> well, Don, you uh, you hit that on the head. 
Um, well, they're making money out of it, for God's sake. They're well, making that's a lot of money out of it. That's the thing. You don't think those people are crossing Mexico free of charge. <laughs> Not free no, of charge. No, no, no. No. That's the, that's the Mexican Zizia. No, yeah, but it's a Mexican cartel. It's a cartel. They are doing it. So the, same so the idea that we're his idea that we're going to sit down uh, and and sing kumbaya to figure out the 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 uh, immigration laws in this country that Democrats and Republicans have the same point of view and there's a majority of them who say we we need to change the law because we got 12 million at least 12 million maybe more that are in this country illegally we need to change the laws to accommodate them then why don't you change the law to allow everybody who's in line to come in ahead of them first? Absolutely. No, but if we have the law, but the law is available. I mean, I agree with him. He said there are laws. Impose them. But they're not imposing them, even under Trump. Not all. I mean, and the whole sanctuary city situation is, you know, I, I, I don't know how you take you take the left as far as they've gone on this immigration issue and expect them to come back to the to the middle and make any concessions. But why should you take them? Why should you do anything? Anyone who breaks the law breaks them. I don't no, understand. No, what I'm saying is that he thinks he thinks oh, yeah, yeah. that. Well, he is in Cuckoo Cucu- Land. Yeah. Okay. La La Land, if you want to call it. La La. Land. <laughs> I understand. I understand. All right, James. Well, we as as we wrap up here, yeah, we're 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 about out of here. I want to get everybody do their plugs, and uh, we'll we'll wrap up here. Uh, we'll start with Don. Uh, what do you have for us, my friend? Oh, uh, two SB Digest. Um, uh, uh, Recalculating dot biz. Um, Don Mazzello dot com. Um, my, as I said, uh, our book's going to the fourth edition. Uh, things are really happening. Uh, uh, Dan uh, is being uh, featured in 30 sta- stations across the nation. I, I just got the list. Uh, around 1.47 Eastern Time, uh, you're going to hear Dan on a one-minute program uh, on recalculating, which we're really excited about. And uh, uh, what can I say? Uh, uh, Jiggy, you always have the most interesting guests that make for the most interesting time. Uh, um, uh, that's why I enjoy it. That's why we take so much time to be with you, because it's fun. It, it, was, it was definitely an interesting day today. Uh, Dan, uh, give us an update on the, uh, the nonprofit and, and, and your final thoughts on today. The... Um book website is danperkins.guru. You can get the books uh, at Amazon.com. Um, we're negotiating with uh, the Cape Coral VA Center to open up four facilities, primarily focused on dealing with women's uh, suicide prevention. We're excited about that. Um, and the uh, the recalculating.biz uh, radio show is... Uh, could grow to uh, maybe 30 to 40 markets uh, by the, the summertime. Wow. And um, um, I guess we, we were ahead of the, ahead of the curve because um, Forbes magazine now has a, uh, a show uh, five days a week on 
helping small business. So we were ahead of Forbes magazine. So we're, <laughs> there we're you proud go. of that. There you go. Other than that, um, I think we, we had a, an interesting conversation with somebody who says he's a Republican, but it may be a wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> That's perfect. IQ, uh, give, give, give us your plugs and kind of give us a wrap up of uh, today. No problem. It was a pleasure being with you as usual. Just Google my name, El Rasuli, A-L-R-A-S-S-O-O-L-I. My trilogy books are called the same name. Lifting the Veil, the True Faces of Muhammad and Islam is on Amazon. God bless you. Take care. Yes. Well, thank you, gentlemen, and uh, we will all we will talk to you guys next week. Thank you, Dan. Thank, thank you. you, Don. Thank you, you, you. Appreciate it, my friends. That was a uh, interesting broadcast, and that is Radio Xenu for today. We will see you next week. We will be back live. It is going to be Jiggy Fest. It is going to be black people outside the studio eating barbecue and chitlins and pork loins. We got it all next week on RadioZenu.com. Black people. Black people to twerk their racist neighbors next week. Next week, how to make broadcast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.